it's back to a car. <laughs> back for another week, ever so slightly later than usual. You're tuned into Back to a Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo. Here, as always, with the biggest fan of the hottest team in the East, Jake Eisenberg. Feeling good, boys. He's glowing. It, it looks great on him. <laughs> West Coast road trip, forward name. Three of them, 20-point wins. Let it go. Let's keep it going. Let's go. <laughs> and with us, as always, the biggest fan of the hottest team in the West, nearly maybe the Dallas Mavericks, Matt Beatty. It's I'm I'm loving my newfound home in Dallas. It's mm. great. It's the good. I like phenomenal. I've got Cowboys. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Shit. That's a team. It, it's it's good. It's good times. Texas yeah. looks good on you, Beatty. Mm. Thank you, man. <laughs> I love Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Wild West. Big Beatty. Everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Big well, Luca. Big Luca. Big, yeah. yeah. Big big Luca. Um, he um he's on the JJ Reddick podcast and he was talking and then JJ asked him about how he uh, came in out of shape and stuff and Luke is joking about how people call his legs tree trunks. That makes <laughs> sense. Those thick legs, people can't yeah, get yeah. around him. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So big legs, big baby. There's definitely nice. benefits to having a like a bigger body in basketball. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's not Thick, like thickness is like the PJ Tucker effect. Yeah, like it's, it's it's hard to get around some of these guys. It's, it's strong. It's up. just strength, man. It's yeah. just pure strength. Yeah, yeah. Like, know, we'll see. He should guy, get in a bit better shape. One guy who never really figured out how to use his thickness to a bit his his ability though, Semi Ojale, just really never <laughs> figured it out. All right, we don't need to we, spend we're, any we're, time we're on so Semi right now. <laughs> Why don't we kick into our favorite and only weekly segment, the Rose Gold Moment of the Week, which to be honest, was very tricky this week because there's no key standouts. Mm. A couple of honourable mentions. We've got Dante Exum re-signing with Barca until the end of the season. They love him over there. They wanted him to stay. I love awesome. Dante Watch. We've been yeah. we've been on the pulse all year. <laughs> We're just keeping tabs on him, making sure he's okay over there, you know, sending oh, yeah. our best wishes. If you're listening, Dante, keep killing it. Keep on it. Um, Another honourable mention, potential future basketball player because she's no longer a tennis player, Ash Barty, maybe? She's pretty sure. True, short. good shout. Like, hey. I think she played She played a big bash game. She, I think she's tried to hand up both the footy codes. Like, yeah, yeah. Surely, Brisbane Bullets, something. I think she's, yeah, she strikes me as a Carl Lowry type, good leader. Oh, <laughs> yes. I think she'd be a great floor point general. guard. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Floor general, perfect word for it, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, um, why not? But... Outside of these little honourable mentions, we're going to look inward to our local league, the NBL, this week because there's one team that is the hottest team in the league pretty easily at the moment, the Sydney Kings. They are, as Matt Beatty off mic said earlier, the Boston Celtics of the NBL, the hottest oh, team this man. year. Uh, good on them. I, I think from memory I've seen them lose once, and this is through – Different players missing games. It's through new players coming in, uh, really heating up coming into the NBL playoffs. They 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 started slow out the gates, but they have since the turn of the year they've been red hot. And it's I, I think it, it just it largely is like you've hit the nail on the head. It, they've just got their talent back. I mean, Jalen Adams missed the start of the year, and then all of a sudden he comes back and they go on this little winning streak. So. 
it's it's sort of I think it's kind of playing out the way that I thought the season would in terms of the ladder. At this point, there's still a little bit of the regular season to go, but they had far too much talent to not be in the playoffs, and mm. it's it's good to see them up there now. I mean, Melbourne United and Perth, uh, they are. I mean, you, they are the San Antonio Spurs one and two of 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 the NBL in that they just never they always make the playoffs. They're always yeah. there. So you, you've only really competing for two spots at the moment, and the Kings look like they're going to get one of them at least. So yeah, it's 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 good times in in the hoops capital of Australia yeah. right now. Oh, oh, we got to like get out at there the for a game. game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Game. really can. We, we got to be particularly careful. before the playoffs kick yeah. in. I want to get to playoffs games, but. Got to yeah. get there first. Yeah, we might jinx them though, so we got to be hesitant. Maybe some sage. We'll let Kyrie know. Yeah, where, yeah. Good idea. Where he gets on. A, a Kings Hawks playoff series would be red hot. Mm. I would oh, be yeah. I would be Towie if that would <laughs> Yeah, that'd be awesome. Or even Kings Melbourne, like Sydney well, I, Melbourne. Yeah, that could be that's, that's grand final yeah. material there for sure. It's going to be interesting. Ian Clark has been playing well. The former, former Warriors former warrior. champion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Ian Clark. Yeah. I remember him. Blast from a pass. How's Jeez. That? So congratulations, right. Sydney Kings. Backdoor cuts, rose gold winners this week. <laughs> yeah, shouts out to Ash Barty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving to a bit of an around the grounds on injuries in the NBA. There's plenty happening. There's plenty ending. There's plenty beginning. Let's see how it's impacting the league, starting with maybe the most obvious one and someone we saw dunk through his legs in a video today, Zion Williamson. Wow. This is great. Well, I, it's better than fat suit Zion. I had just like mentally written him off. Like I didn't necessarily think that he would never play basketball again, but I had just just yeah, given like, up in some, in some respect. So to see him do a between-the-legs dunk, as Beatty mentioned before, probably would have been the best dunk in the dunk contest this year. But doesn't but they've said he's not coming back for this mm. season, which is a bummer because the, the Pelicans are legitimately good now. So What a turnaround. Like, they sucked. To yeah. s- I think it was like 15-1 and one oh, yeah, start it was, the, or 1-15. and 15, Yeah, no, it was say. really bad. It was really, really bad. So yeah, they're, it would be especially the fact they're going to be in the play and get against the Lakers to have Zion versus Anthony, potentially against Anthony Davis, the the blockbuster trade going at it to potentially knock them out of the playoffs two years later. Pretty epic. Unfortunately, they're both injured and won't be there. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's it's a, I <laughs> it's like I I said off mic like just the prospect of a Pelicans Lakers like play in where. Mm. Here's the old guard, LeBron, who has had probably the worst season of his career, just about. Not him individually, mm. but in terms of team no. performance and, like, you know, aspirations to playoffs, blah, blah, blah. And this upstart Pelicans team who, you know, has missed their best player the whole year, but have somehow just scraped in. And, like, you, you would probably take them in that game right now, right? Like, you can't really pick the Lakers mm. against anybody the way they've mm. been. I know, I know that, like, again, LeBron nah, and No, nah, for one I'm game, like, like, like we saw yesterday where, he, yeah, what do you have, 38 yeah, 30, 30 triple-double, yeah, it's crazy, yeah, against, yeah, he gets up for some, I mean, he's up for every game. He's going for the scoring title, clearly. Yeah, yeah. He's never got one before. He's, he's he, got to clear his name somehow. 
Hey, that'll well, that'll fucking work. I, yeah. just, I mean, at this point in the season, right? Like, what else has he got to go for? So, I mean, people will want people will say oh, he's playing garbage time. It's points in guard, whatever. But matter. like, like, what else is he supposed to do at this point? That team is so bad, except for yeah. like him and Malik Monk. Yep. Yeah. So, I have no problem with him. I, I you know, I'll I'll slander him like the best, just because you know Lakers, but. I can't honestly get over what he's doing at this age. No, it yeah, is insane. It's, it's me, crazy. Like me and my dad were texting about whether or not him or Brady is more impressive. Like Brady at forty-four or this guy at thirty-seven, just because the athletic. It's got to be LeBron. Te- well, just yeah, to just weigh think, in on your conversation with your dad. Yeah, no, please. I, I think that I, I think I may have said the same. Like just because Tom doesn't really have to. Yeah. Yeah, we're on first name basis, me and Tom. By the way, <laughs> um, he doesn't really move that much outside of like. His bedroom. I'm, yeah. I'm very biased towards basketball in this argument. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, like sure. he, the dude has to do like, oh, I shouldn't say one thing, but like, no. yeah, obviously in football, you play one side of the ball and you have specific roles. Whereas, and I mean, you can make jokes about LeBron taking possessions off on defense and all that. Oh, this yeah. Sort of he's stuff. doing that. Yeah. But like, still, like, the dude can get up and still throw Dude, down you see that, that dunk that he threw down yeah. on Kevin Love yesterday? Yeah. He, it's crazy. He, he got a little boost from Kevin. <laughs> But he still got his head up above the rim, like, yeah, come on, it's, man! It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I think so one like, game, like NBA I, I basketball, if, is just so much higher intensity than a football game. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. And he, yeah, he, he's playing. Okay, looks like the last fifteen games, he's playing like thirty-eight minutes a game. Massive yeah, minutes. It's yeah. crazy. Like, there's some. They're a light thirty-eight, but they're still thirty-eight. Yeah. It, it kind of it breaks my heart a bit that like you know only a few years ago it feels like LeBron could. I genuinely had that belief that LeBron could take four other dudes and go to the finals. This is especially and, and, bad, though. And this is I, oh, absolutely. Don't give, I don't as the biggest LeBron stand here. Like, yeah, for sure. But like, it's it's you know he's just quite not. He's not at that level anymore. Whatever that looked like, I don't know. But like, he's not Superman. He can't just make the impossible happen. Yeah, I guess it's just. I feel like oh, he's a little bit. He's yeah, he's not invincible. I guess yeah. so, he can't do the complete impossible here. Like, so you're you're right. He's not. So I I know the team you're thinking of. It's that seventeen eighteen Cavs that he went to the finals with, right? With, I'm looking at the minutes now. The next J- JR Smith. Uh, yeah. Looking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Green, <laughs> Kevin Love, George Hill, Rodney Hood, JR Smith, Clarkson, Corva, Calderon. Yeah. Larry Nance, Tristan Thompson. I think that team is definitely better than the current Lakers team. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, especially what we're seeing from Love this year, and so three years ago, Kevin Love, he was yes, yeah, forty-five percent from three that year. Holy shit, that's that's not very joke. impressive. Yeah, oh, I was. You can shoot Kevin games. Love. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's yeah. So that team's definitely definitely better. Um, it's just like a, it was a guarantee, you know, like. It was non-negotiable. LeBron, LeBron will take his team to the end. Whoever's on it, doesn't matter. That's what he does. So, yeah, I, I hear you, Beatty. It is like almost like the end of an era, seeing that he's human after all. Still really, 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 really good. Mm. Like, you know, he's 38 years old or whatever he is, doing crazy shit. It's just a wasted <laughs> year, man. It's sad. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It is. Um but back to the Pels, I feel as well. Zion, I feel like it's positive news. I feel like you can really talk yourself into a future now if you're 
New Orleans, even if you have to trade Zion. Absolutely. Like, oh, I don't. I don't want to talk about that. But I like, know. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Like, at least now there's a video of him doing that. So if you're another team, you're actually going to give up a lot. But yeah, like obviously, best case Zion Bi is like he's going to make an all another couple All Star games. I think CJ is awesome. That game yeah. against the Hawks I watched yesterday. Um, they just well. They're well coached. They're, they execute down the stretch. The defense is awesome. Herb Jones is going to make an all-rookie def- all first team, maybe maybe an all-defense straight-up team. Like he's been an absolute revelation. Uh, this uh, Ho- Jose Alvarado, is that right? Alvarado, that that like undrafted dude that came in during the um, during the COVID part of the year. He's he's come in and been like their Tyus Jones type guy. Um, Little he's spark just been, off the bench, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's he's been awesome. Like Valentunas, beast. How about Jackson Hayes jacking yes. up threes, yeah. splashing hey, him? He plays power forward now all of a sudden. Yeah, and he's seven foot something can jump out of the gym. That all of a sudden is a really spicy combo. They're like they've turned into like the team that they should have kind of been, just like a fun team with a couple of vets. Yeah, fun young team with a couple of vets. With with this dude just lingering in the background. Yeah. It's, it's, that's the question mark. And like, mm. I mean, if you put him on this roster, they're, they're firmly entrenched in the, the playoffs. So it's, 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 yeah. it's crazy. Like it's as much as this season has been a bit of a, a disappointment, I suppose, given all of that context, like you're mm. still optimistic for next year. Hopefully it's like, <laughs> can, can get on the court. Yeah. And it does. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Josh. I was just going to, I was going to move us on actually. Yeah, Speaking true. of Zion, you know, he's probably not going to come back this year. We'll check back in. Seeing him dump through the legs, that's a good thing. That's uh, correct. More new updates in terms of injuries. Ben Simmons has apparently re-flared up his herniated disc from earlier in his career in his back. Um, so that's in addition to anything else that he's trying to figure out before he gets onto the court. This is really that's, bad. That's a big one. That he's Although, not going to play this year. I don't know. Steve Nash did seem real Come non-committal on. to the fact that he'd sit out the year. Of course, but of course like, he's not maybe say he has that. to. Dude, he's got an epidural in his back. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty pessimistic about the situation, at least for this season. Like, yeah, for this season. Yeah. Which, like, and I don't know. This is probably as much as they're they're my team. <laughs> I think Brooklyn. I just don't think they can do it if they don't have some form of Ben Simmons on the – and given the Kyrie situation, like they, they needed him back. And without him, we're going to run back essentially what we had last year where it's KD playing 48 minutes and just trying to carry. Yeah. Yeah, so the Ben Simmons thing, I think it's more likely than not he's not playing this yeah. year. The Kyrie thing, I think if he that, – that doesn't look like it's changing – I yeah, I, I know. Like was, I was optimistic it was, that it would change, but it, I don't think so, right? Yeah. Um, and so you're right. If 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 Kyrie was going to be full time player, I think then that they're legitimately a title threat. But if he's playing three out of the seven playoff games, that's they're not to me. Yeah, it's 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 very difficult to 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 have any sort of confidence yeah. about them. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, they. They blew out Utah last night. Yeah, with at home with just KD. But like well, he, you can do that in the regular season. KD can just you know ball out tonight, get you hmm. a win. I I mean I'm I'm still 
in in that sense, it's I guess that's why it's kind of good that they're they're not they don't have home court, right? They're going to be a low seed. They're, in, they're going to be in the play in either or. Like it's so in that sense, if it has to go to seven, you know, you will have Kyrie yeah. for four of the games. So for game I, seven, yeah, yeah, like, will, yeah. I get you're doing it the hard way, but I get, I guess this is the cards that you you dealt, right? I know, but that what what that's the adage, right? You, you, game sevens on the road, you like you don't win those. That's even. Like, I know it's better to have Kyrie, but like to, to, you're just putting yourself in that position to begin with, yeah. being a low seed. But then on top of okay, you're we forced a game six on the road, game five. You're coming home and Kyrie Kyrie's just had thirty five, and you're you the vibes are high. But then Can't in, in the game, you're like fuck. <laughs> We got to defend home court without Kyrie now. It's just, it's so much on top of KD's shoulders. Well, oh yeah, this, it's crazy. Yeah. When we've gone over this team in previous episodes, like it has always been wholly dependent on injuries permitting. And if this is how it's going to be, then we might as well pencil in Brooklyn for next year. I can't see them taking down some of these super teams yeah. as good as KD is. I, I, I don't know, like, like I think the home court thing is, like, I don't think KD is phased by no. um, any of the other home courts that he would be going up against. In, no, it's in not the him. Well, yeah, not, yeah. Like, I, I just, I like, I have no issues with that if, if they're on a game seven on the road and obviously you would have Kyrie in that situation. Like, I, I'm going to back them. It's just more whether or not, you know, like you said, it's just, it's a, it's a, a huge load for KD to carry. And I just like, don't know if he can do yeah. that. Like even if Curry's a full-time player, I don't know if it's a guarantee that they're getting out of the East. It's just like that's gonna because they're gonna have to play either Milwaukee or uh, Boston or Philly in round one, or and then round two's those other guys. It's just again, it's such a tough path. You don't have that easy first or easier first round. Um, can I just say on the Utah game last night, Katie's on one at the moment. Oh, yeah. I'm breaking he's news there. Untouchable. But he's talking shit to Fournier. Um, <laughs> to fans. Yeah, to fans. Oh, yeah, he got got a cop to fine on that one. Hassan Whiteside for the Jazz, baby. Uh, man, he did not defend KD well. Not expecting him to, but he was just like sagging off him at the top of the key, and KD was like taking uncontested pull up threes. And he's jogging back, being like, "Does this guy know who I am? Like, does he? Does what is, is he going like on? an idiot?" <laughs> and I, I didn't yeah, catch the game, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just watched the highlights, and I think Katie had four pull up threes right in Hassan Whiteside's face, and I'm like, "You have to, and you got you got to be up on his face, bro." Like, what is going on here? I mean, it, I guess like for the the Jazz of all, I mean, everyone struggles to defend KD, right? But like of course, the but Jazz, and I mean, this is the, their undoing in the playoffs last year. But like, I, I just don't think you, they don't have any cattle to throw at him. And Whiteside mm-hmm. certainly. I mean, if any, I would feel more confident like having Gobert on 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 KD. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I think Gobert was just off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, because KD's yeah. playing thirty eight minutes now. So just... to your point, yeah, I mean, White like has White, Whiteside's been in the NBA long enough. Surely he's watched a single NBA game involving <laughs> Kevin Durant to know what this guy is good at and not so good at, and maybe I should get up on that. Yeah, dude, it was funny because yeah. Katie was really like, does he does he know that's my favorite <laughs> shot? Like, this is my favorite shot. Top of the key, pull up three in your eyes. Um, 
Yeah, because Bogey's out right now for, yeah, for the Jazz. Yeah, that's a tough one, yeah. Yeah, so they're starting Wancho, Hernan Gomez, which is... Like, I, I, I've probably t- turned out a little bit on Utah since the, yeah. the Joe trade. But, like, I, I'm still very intrigued by them and I, I still sort of am sort of rooting for them. And I, I'm kind of impressed that they've managed to, to, to keep their record going, mm. considering, like, the Mavs, considering Denver have, have been winning games, right? They're, they're still well entrenched in that, what are they, that three spot or four spot? Mm. In, yeah. I, I, whether or not they finish there, I don't know, but, like, they're, they're still winning enough games and getting getting results yeah, yeah. while having, you know, a few guys out here and there, like Don's missed some time, Conley's missed some time. Like you said, Bogey's out right now, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry to sidetrack us there, but um, I did hear on the mismatch day, going back to Kyrie and the mandate, um, the Yankees and baseball return, like, pretty soon, and apparently Aaron Judge is, like, anti-vax as well, which is, like, they're one of their main players, um, and the Yankees... Chris Bennett made a great point, are a lot more important to New York than the Brooklyn Nets. And so if there's pressure from the Yankees, that's a lot more serious pressure than what the Brooklyn Nets are able to put on. So that's your hope. The Basically, Yankees. Is the Yankees saving the day. Um, which would we make see. me furious as a Red Sox fan. But, um, I don't know. It's yeah. also just like the fact that we're relying on it's so dumb. P- pressure from fans, essentially, because so professional dumb. sports teams can't field one of their highest paid players. It, it, yeah, I, I, not to get into it, but like, it's just... It's so dumb. It sucks. Yeah. It's so dumb. But yeah. Anyway. How about some more pleasant, depending on what side you're sitting on, injury news. Mm. The Chicago Bulls. They have... Yes. Patty Williams coming back way ahead of schedule. I believe he played today. Yeah, what did he get injured with him? Was it a hand? Shoulder? Uh, I have oh, no idea. It's been question. that long. But it was, really a, it was something broken. So Something broken. Not something you meant to come back from the same season. And here he is. And he's got enough time to even warm up before the playoffs, which for the Bulls is massive. Like he's a wing runner, big defender, hugely athletic, like... Mate, we we the, couldn't get enough of these that's guys. That's the Tatum stopper. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Tatum stopper right there. It worked so, really well against Giannis today too. Yeah. <laughs> mate, <laughs> thanks, mate. <laughs> but flip, flip side to that though, if you're a Bulls hater, you'll love this because no. Lonzo's still out. No. Well, firstly, how many Bulls haters are there? Are there oh, the- they exist. When the Bulls are really good, they all come out. Everyone well, hates the Bulls. Those people must be old. Yeah. That's, it's been a while. Yeah, it's 10 it's years at least. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, no, if, come on. If you're like a true, like you don't want to see something like the Lonzo news no, come no, out. No, and no that's, one wants to see that. And that was just very discouraging. The he, They tried to ramp him up, responded badly. They're giving yeah. him a 10-day break from running. Yeah. And then trying again. Not ideal. It's you not what you want to hear. You can't like, think that he's coming back for the playoffs in like a, any real way. No. And to be honest, I mentioned briefly off mic earlier, but this is kind of what I wanted from this season for the Bulls. Not for anyone to get injured. Definitely been a not rough that. injury year. Yeah, been a rough injury year. But like the results wise, like this was definitely a team that has sucked too hard for too long. And I might have mentioned it in an episode coming into the season, 
but like it's too much too soon to expect this organization to all of a sudden be like a contender for the league mm. like it's madness when we've really really sucked like emphasis on really <laughs> so you know if injuries is what it's taken to kind of cool our jets a little bit then so be it we haven't beaten a top three team we the bulls haven't beaten a top three team yeah, you're, you're, mate, in, it's we all right we we Come haven't on. beaten a top three team in yonks i think we're like zero and 15 on the season or yes. something close to uh I gotta it's say, just, it's not like, and what do we know? What do we know about these bulls until everyone's back? The the whole puzzle is all these guys fitting together, and they're all too critical to that. Once you're missing Lonzo or Patty Williams or Caruso for extended periods of time, mm. that's the whole team has to adjust. I was reading um, just kind of the Twitter comments and stuff of Bulls Twitter today, and. They've, they've said it's not just that they're losing games, it's that they're not playing the way that they were when things are going well. It's yeah. not necessarily the guys are injured. Um, and I saw a couple of people saying that Lonzo was is kind of the engine of that, the pace. 100%. He was like, like the, the best shooter. He's an anchor defensively. And yeah. he's a point guard, not a center. But he yeah. anchors the defense. Like he's the first one pushing up onto the ball player or ball handler, should I say. Mm. He's guiding everyone else where to go. He's jumping on loose balls. It gives energy to Caruso and Patty Williams and these other guys. It's, Bro, uh, he was a it's, sniper. He was yeah, like, and he can shoot. <laughs> like it was one of the craziest revelations to me earlier in the year. Obviously, he's not playing, so I stopped thinking about it. But the fact that he turned into from a guy that was shooting from his like left hip up to his shoulder to a guy that was forty plus percent yeah, two years no. in a row. Credit to him, and it just shows whoever never develops their shooting over their career just isn't trying hard enough because this guy's shot could not have been more different. Yeah, and I think. now it's going in. Um, but the the fact of the matter is, when he's not there, and when all these other guys are injured, and they're only starting to trickle back in now, with the exception of Lonzo, then the guys you've been trying to hide on defense, like DeRozan and Zach Levine, all of a sudden are now tasked with serious defending of serious players and they cannot do it like they're getting so cooked it's unbelievable and that's why we're losing all these against all these good teams because these good players destroy them yeah it's it's tough man and Levine's playing through this knee thing he doesn't he, he he has moments where he looks like the explosive Zach Levine but it's not there for a whole game mm. do you do you have a a first round matchup that you like though like which of the top guys honestly kind of I want like... the hardest one what the ha- who is that probably the Celtics hey or, let's go. or from the perspective of the Bulls maybe Philly or um the Bucks because they yeah. really struggle against big men dude I um, think Embiid would uh, he would feast in that series yeah. oh yeah it'd poor, be ugly poor Vooch yeah. poor Vooch but you know what? The team needs that. Like, we're in the playoffs. That's, you know, progress, considering we haven't been able to beg for something like that, even when the East sucked. Um, so a playoff series, hopefully we pick off a win or two, real chippy games, real competitive. Like, th- th- those Derrick Rose teams from 10 years ago that did have the energy to storm up the standings, 
they had a couple of scrappy first round uh, playoff series before all that happened. Like I still remember Rose's first playoff series against the Celtics. There was like five games that went to triple overtime mm-hmm. or something crazy. Oh, one of the best and like, that ever. was the genesis of that team. Like we needed that experience. Yes. So I'm perfectly happy for some big dog to spank us for the first round and reset next year. I'm so impressed with your ability to stay even keeled throughout this season. But like we we never have expectations. The Celtics like always trying no, to compete, but like, you know. But like when you guys were the first seed in the East and <laughs> DeMar DeRozan was Michael Jordan and like Car- Caruso looked like Marcus Smart still kind of does at times. I would have been thinking all kinds of naughty thoughts. No, it's, <laughs> the Bulls teach you to expect the worst. It's it's going to come. It's it might not be right now, but it's around the corner. It's coming. I need your mindset. Not too high, not too low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep it it's even. Good. And, you know, when the good times roll, they'll be great. But anyway, Eddie, the Bulls. Closing Bulls thoughts? I, I, I mean, I I think you pretty much covered everything. Like, I, the Lonzo thing in particular, I'm a ma- echoing yeah. your voice. Like, I love Lonzo. It sucks that he's basically missed the entire, like, obviously, started yeah. the season, but, like, I mean, hopefully he comes back bigger and better next year. And, and I, I do agree with you, Josh. I think they'll be better for this season and, and this experience, whatever happens. Like, it, they've already sort of overachieved. I, mm. I, I do think that Billy Donovan's cooking some good stuff over there and, and they're going to be better next year. And, like, Billy Donovan's been doing well, but he might not even yeah. be the guy. Like, they might yeah. go for another coach entirely Whoa. and see what they Whoa. can get out of this. Like, Billy Donovan was the coach when we sucked and they kept him in. And credit to him, he's done really well with this team and he's, like, built a an ethos and a fire in them. He's good. I like him. He's good. But, like, you know, there's better coaches in the world than Billy, Billy Donovan. If the Bulls want to go in a direction like that, I wouldn't be shocked. Wow. Didn't expect Billy Donovan. Yeah, I, I didn't expect Jeez. that either. Like, I, I don't want to slander hell. the guy. I just Jeez. don't want to, like... Say he's the best in, in the world. Absolutely, years. best bull season since <laughs> Tibbs to... was running guys into the ground, playing forty-six minutes a game. Like, what are we doing? Driving him to the airport. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? He's better than Fred. <laughs> oh yeah, that's well, absolutely. Yeah. Come on, we wanted to become GMs of the Kings. Like, we could also be yeah. coaches of the Bulls instead of Fred. Let's be honest. Yeah, Fred Hoiberg, man. Those what a time. were some grizzly times. Push-ups. That's what. That's what conditioned me. Oh, yes. And then after Fred Hoiberg, there was, uh, what was his name? I've intentionally repressed this. Was there a uh, guy between Fred Yeah, I didn't and... even know. That's what really? I can't even remember. That's how yes. bad no, that hang was. No, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I mean, at least Fred made the playoffs that one year with the the, the, the famous Rondo D. Wade year. Well, oh. ba- Beatty, quick question. If you're yeah. a um, Heat, Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, who of Bulls, Cavs, Raptors do you want? Because obviously Nets is the team no one wants out of those four. <laughs> it's such a like I, I Cavs, Raptors, Bulls. I the Raptors at home, as much as I have no faith in them, I, I still kind of give them the benefit of the doubt in a way. Mm. Like they, they they can they're still very capable of pulling out like a really good performance, mm. and they can kind of shock you right where I. I, I I think Cleveland, they're just there's just so many injuries. I know you're you've gone on about the the lack of playmaking after Garland. Yeah. I, I that concerns me. 
I and then the Bulls, obviously the injuries as well. Like if if they're getting these guys back, maybe they're going to be a, a little bit more formidable. I I'd probably take Cleveland just because of the mm. experience, right? I, I I guess, but even then, like a dude like Mobley is not going to be scared. I don't no. think. And if you can get Allen back, like they've got good players. It's yeah. it's much of a muchness, I suppose. I'm I'm really going yeah. off the fact that they're they're young and and you know don't have that much sort of playoff experience, right? Yeah, fair. I'm just driving myself absolutely insane trying to figure out what seed I want the Celtics to get yeah, and what yeah. seed I want the other teams to get. But it's basically impossible because the Celtics could be the one through four seed and the Nets could be the, honestly, could be the fifth through eight seed. Like if they really yeah. smashed out the last few games. Like, so it's impossible for me to figure out what the fuck I'm supposed to be feeling on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. But I think it's the Cavs. The Raptors are just going to make you work so hard. Yeah. Like, they're so many six foot eight guys. And the Bulls still scare me, even though like they feel like they're just falling apart. The the explos- the explosiveness of DeRozan, Levine, and Vooch still scares me a little bit. Like they can all just kind of create their own offense. And that especially as a Celtics fan, that's kind of the only way to get through some of that stuff. So I will yeah. say one thing. The Bulls, like the United Center in the playoffs. Oh, man. The, the, it can G them up real quick. Like Bro. the energy in there is tough to overcome. Dude, a lot of these crowds. You said the Raptors at home, Beatty. Like that's a that's a great one. Cavs are lit. Bulls, Celtics, Sixers is can be can be really one or the other. It can be yeah. booze for either team. You never know, depending on what's going on. Um, um, do you want to know? Yes, who, I do. Do you want to know who the coach uh, was? I'm trying to think who it would be. Jim Boylan. Fuck, you know. They sound the same to me, Fred Hoiberg and Jim Boylan. I was thinking of Jim Boylan before. That's the push-ups guy. That's, that's the suicide the guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, that's the suicide. We got to just work harder. Yeah, that's when that's when Spurs like Spurs coaching playoff or Spurs play, uh, coaching tree doesn't work out. Yeah. I think he was an no. assistant yeah, on Spurs yeah. at some point. In time. Yeah. I, I looked into him though. He was never like an important assistant. He just worked there. And he's, been, <laughs> he's been writing that. Yeah, yeah. That's- he just served the popcorn and the drinks. Like. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He just had a security pass. I don't know. He was... Oh, that's one of those things days, you put on your CV. I can't... Yeah, proficient in Microsoft Excel. <laughs> uh, another another couple of quickfire ones, though, before we wrap up on injuries. Uh, CP3 is looking like he will come back before the playoffs, which is great. Yeah. Heavens. Not that they noticed. Yeah, no, not that they noticed. Devin Booker has been doing a pretty good CP3 impression. Right, they are just a buzzsaw. Yeah, they're rolling. Yeah. They are. Holy this hell. Is, that's the thing that kind of trips me out because, like, I think we've been, obviously, we're always, there's always going to be a Boston slant on this podcast. <laughs> I've been very Mavs for the last month or six mm. weeks or whatever it is, but, like, you know, maybe the hottest team in the league is the team that has the best record in the league and, and that's Cruz. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, 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 it's a bit sort of almost like looking for something when it's, you know, it's right there in front of you. Like You can't be resurgent if you've been up the top the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, the story, it's not It's not exciting. It's, it's like, Yeah, okay, that's exactly, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys are the best team in the league. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the Bucks a couple of years ago, obviously, right? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would be pretty surprised if they don't make the finals. Got to be honest. Oh, I don't know about that. Like, they're going to come up against some pretty tough playoff opponents. I, I, I hear you. I, I would be Are surprised, they? but at the same time, like, I'm kind of rooting for the Like, if I if Jokic or Luka or one of these random teams can somehow do it, it would be 
I mean, it would be devastation if you're a Phoenix fan, but like it's, you know, it it would be cool for me as a as a neutral. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I guess they could end up seeing Dallas in round two. Um, that would be worse. Like, if, but if they end up with Clippers, Utah, that's pencil them in for the worst finals. I don't know. I, I just, I just, they every night they have the they everything defense. Yeah, offense, clutch time, shooting. They're just Booker, so unbelievably well drilled. I'm such a Booker stand these days. I think he's um, pretty unreal. He's well gotten better at everything. We mentioned a couple of potential opponents there, and they've got their own injury problems. So jumping into them, the Nuggets, Jamal Murray a year ago tore his ACL and still isn't close to back, according to coach Mike Malone. Yeah, um, so that's an interesting one. I feel like yeah. ACLs these this day and age, like you're probably back yeah. by now, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. I, I was reading the quotes, and Jamal said that there's some days where even just to walk gives him pain still, but then there's other days where he feels no pain, and he feels like he could explode out of the ceiling of the gym. So it it's just that there's no consistency yet. Yeah. They don't want to clear him. But, it, yeah, really bizarre after all this time to still be experiencing pain. I hope that's nothing too serious. I, I think um, Porter Jr. is a better chance of, of, yeah, it of sounds returning, like it. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which and is I, nuts. I, uh, I Obviously, you want him to come back, especially with how good Jokic is playing. But, you know, Murray's, what, like 24? Like, and MPJ's yeah, you young. Jokic yeah, is only 27, like... It's just Don't not... mortgage away the whole future to go real hard today. Yeah, it's, I know. Yeah, and yeah, it's just not worth it. So I hope they can come back together healthy. I remember I placed my Western Conference bet for the Nuggets to win like the day before Murray did his ACL last year because they were just killing teams. Yeah, and, it is amazing. And Jokic, Like we've man, been going off about Jokic, yeah. some of his best moments are with his pal... Jamal Murray, and they oh. haven't been able to play together at all in a year. And even before yeah. that, I'm pretty sure Murray had a couple of injury issues. He was in and out. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, he's the MVP this year, Jokic, and I think if you're a team, you're a little worried going up against him. But the, the Suns, I think they swept him last year. The, the, the Suns Nuggets. are probably one of the only uh, teams in the West that has enough to even at Jokic's best, probably still overcome the Nuggets. It's just such a load. There's just no like I I like Will Barton. I like Monty Morris. Bones. I love Bones, but they're playing Jamal Murray roles. Yeah, it's just not. It's not there. Like they, they, he ran out of that Cleveland game. They lost an OT. They blew a lead. They got just destroyed by the Celtics. By again, everybody getting destroyed by the Celtics these days. He's he's running out of gas. It's just, you know, it's tough. But they yeah, they, they came back big today. So. It's just a big load. It's like you said. It, it's yeah. it's it's the toughest sort of situation where you you know Aaron Gordon is not a, a number two option, but he's had to play that role this year. And you know it's yeah it's it's yeah I, I yeah I, I don't know I I don't <sighs> think they're going to make much of a noise in the playoffs. But at the same time part of me is very much rooting mm. for Jokic and for him to do something, yeah. 100%. That's, how we, yeah. that's how we got so excited though. Like Aaron Gordon, Will Barton and Monty Morris as like your fourth, fifth and sixth guys. Yeah. 
Yep. And then Bones is this seventh guy, and yep. that's and awesome. Michael Green, like all of a sudden, the team makes so much sense, yep. and it's is quality playoff rotation. Who'd have thought that missing your second and third best player yeah. would uh, create mm. problems like that? Yeah, Jokic will make you forget sometimes. Another one though, uh, maybe another Jokic-esque unicorn. Steph has oh. hurt his leg, ankle, something. Yeah, it's foot. I, I sent this, uh, we had the chat in the in the backdoor cut chat because the Marcus mm. Smart play, diving on the loose ball, mm. I was trying to figure out if it was dirty or not. Like I didn't think it was, but obviously I'm completely biased. Um, but then everybody from the Warriors side, Draymond, Steph included, was like, it's not dirty. Sam, um, just unfortunate. I think it was just a competitive play. And no, I yeah. think Steph's enough of a competitor to yeah. know that it was just a competitive play. Shit happens. Yeah. Well, he got the ball. So yeah. it's like, and they scored. It's just like. We're just hopeful Steph is back and healthy yeah. in time for the playoffs because he sounds we're fine. so G'd for this full Warriors team. And yeah. like, just as we keep getting excited about it, you know, something happens, someone falls off, someone gets injured, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they I want it. Yeah, Clay comes yeah. back, Dre's out. Trey's it back, Steph's out. Steph's out, yeah. And sh- shockingly, Steph's important. Uh, they lost to the Magic today, who are not good. Granted, they but are given. They're improving. They're getting they're, better. They have what a wild ride. They're taking the Sixers to OT, beating the Warriors, but at the same time, they're giving up 60 to Kyrie and 50 to Sadiq Bay, all in the span of, <laughs> of two weeks, um, which I guess is. Kind of, that's, what that's a, the magic for you, right? That's the magic for you. Um, but yeah, Steph sounds fine, and it would really suck if he's like limited for the playoffs because that would just kind of ruin the West race. Hopefully, but, hopefully this lengthy period off is a conservative one to make mm. sure that when the playoffs do roll around, he's you know jumping out of his skin, ready to go. Do you do you think the Warriors care much about their seeding? No. And who they play in round one. No, I don't think they care less. I think they're one team that really does not care less. Because, um, like, I don't know. Like, I could I talk myself into some of these teams being better or worse matches matchups against them, right? I think it's similar, though, in, like, trying to jockey in the East. Because you, Dallas, Denver, and Minnesota are all so close, it's yeah. like you, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. But I think they would have much preferred to be the two seed because then you get home court against yeah. Memphis, obviously. So that's probably yeah, they've lost three in a row. That's and obviously they're probably not gonna get that now. Um so that would have been better. But yeah, I think I don't think you're too worried. Uh, the Dallas Dallas I think they're probably the team though. But I think you're gonna be pretty safe at three. I don't think Dallas is gonna fall to six just because they've been so good. And they got the formula to keep winning in the regular season. So, yeah, if you get the T-Wolves or the Nuggets, I think you're feeling okay if you're the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. speaking speaking of the T-Wolves, quick couple of uh, final updates. We won't really go into these, but Brooke Lopez looking good. Jared Allen has opted to not have surgery in the regular season so that he can try and come back for the playoffs. Go Cavs. That's mad. That is good. Uh, OG is out for another week. John Collins is out for the season, and weirdly, the Hawks are playing better. Um, no, they're not. They're just the same. 
Ah, uh, yeah, fair enough. And <laughs> yeah, they've, they've been average all year. Yeah. And Gordon Hayward is ramping back up again for the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, How he exists. That? How good is that? He exists, Sam. And Isaiah Thomas signed for the Charlotte Dude, Hornets. Dude, IT, con- yeah. contract for the rest of the year. Yeah, and he can just ball out, score points, go crazy. No one cares. That's all we want from the Hornets. Fives. So yeah. Especially the – it's just the Celtics. Terry – IT, yeah, Haywood. <laughs> Good times, man. Um, but more importantly, or maybe not more importantly, but importantly, the Minnesota Timberwolves have been quietly one of the best teams in the competition the past 10, 15 games. They have <sighs> huge offensive ratings. I think they're top or top three in points yep. per game. Um Jake, you can probably Mate, rattle off I, more, but I've been. Um, I started locking into the T Wolves a couple of weeks ago. Now um, they were playing the Heat, and I was just kind of expecting. I think I bet on the Heat that day, and the T Wolves really impressed me. They looked like they were going to lose like a lot of the game, and they kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. I love what they've built there now. I think early last year. Cat was up and down, in and out of the lineup with injuries, COVID, all the personal stuff. It felt like uh, Edwards was going to kind of become the alpha of the team. He had that awesome second half of the year. But now Cat's going to be all NBA, second or third team, depending on what happens with Jokic and Embiid. He's one of the best players in the league now. And it makes me think about when we did our top 25 under 25 a couple of years ago, and I had Cat at number one. And I think a few of us had Cat. Um, high on our list and he didn't really live up to that that hype but now this is the guy well this like, is the guy skill wise yeah he's unbelievable it, my question with him was never skill based but mentality based mm. he just didn't seem like he had that fight in him so to speak but you know what before this season Pat Beverly was chirping out I've never missed a playoff blah 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 or something like that I haven't missed the playoffs in so long He's been yeah. great for this team. As much he as has. people give Pat Bev shit, he's turned a team of serial losers into one of the hottest teams going around. And I don't think he did that with his play. I think he's done that mentality-wise every day in the gym. I think it's very possible that he's the most valuable player that averages less than 10 points. It's possible. I haven't yeah, made the list. Very, that's a good award. We should <laughs> Ooh, add that let's in. Let's write that down. Award, <laughs> award I like show. This. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brady, any um, any wolf sorts? I feel like you got a couple guys on here. You used to be a D-Lo guy, maybe. I used to be a yeah. But I mean, back in the day, I was a Wolves. Like I to speak to the culture of losing on the Wolves, right? Like that's a team that you know, along with our sacri- our favorites in Sacramento, like they they've just been a bad organization for most of their existence. And it's it's a tough one and something that's going to take years and years to to sort of turn around, right? Like they they had KG for all those years and still really didn't get over the hump, right? And then they had mm-hmm. other talented teams like the Kevin Love, sort of Ricky Rubio era, didn't really pan out, et cetera, et cetera. The Tibbs thing didn't really work out, the Jimmy Butler thing. Like you can go down the line of, of, of different eras of this this organization and where it just hasn't really, they just haven't been able to turn it around. And yeah, I think the Chris Finch, right? He's the coach. Yep. Yeah, like it, it, it seems like all the players respond to him and, and mm-hmm. there's not any sort of instability there. Absolutely agree, echo the, the sentiments with Pat Bev as much as he's, you know, not exactly the box score kind of, you know, 
dominant player. He, he doesn't need to be. That's not his role on the NBA, and that's not his role on this team. Like he, he needs to just be a good leader and a, and a veteran presence for the younger guys on this roster, and play good defense, right? And and he does all that sort of stuff. And then like Cat, right? Like literally, has any guy had a rougher? Maybe aside from Clay Thompson, has any guy had a rougher like two year stretch? leading into this season than, than oh, Carl Anthony Towns, right? Like he, I think family-wise, lost one or two members oh my, of his family to COVID. God. Yeah. Like a bunch of different stuff. Like, so you can kind of excuse, you know, lack of oh, yeah, better words, time. not having the fight or whatever you want to call it. You know, he just, there was other shit going on. And obviously I think everything is just a little bit more stable, a bit more settled over there in Minnesota at the moment. And, and hopefully they're slowly building towards something. It's encouraging that they will be in the playoffs this year, right? Because this is a team that just making the playoffs has been a huge hurdle. I think Cat's been there once in yeah, his yeah, career. Yeah, that Jimmy Butler year. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that that in it, I mean, look at look at Devin Booker, right? On on all those bad Phoenix teams for years and years and years, they they almost, by the skin of their teeth, miss out in the bubble where they go 8-0 and but still just miss out. And then the next year, they're one of the best teams in the league and they go to the finals. So... I'm not saying that's going to happen, but like it, they're on the right trajectory. Hopefully, it continues. I suppose. <laughs> oh yeah, um, man. Town like t- he's 25 points. What's this on the year? Um, 25 points a game on 16 shots. Like yeah. 52, 41. Like this guy is elite. One of the most it's, unreal sc- you, scorers for his size. Like, you, you touched on it that yeah, he, he should be. You know. All, all NBA. He's I going to be. I think he'll be probably third team. I think they're going to have to split up NBA. It does Jokic, sound like but, that, yeah. But like it's, and I mean, to, uh, this is another theme that's kind of been a, a constant thing for us for a, a while now. Like it's 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 a reemergence of the centers, right? And like Cat should Cat should absolutely be in that conversation just as much as the other two, at least mm. on the offensive end. Like he's a, he's such a skilled scorer of the ball. Yeah, and what I love about this team. You know, I'm, I've been I've gone back and forth on depth this year. Udoka's really tested my belief in the depth, but the the Wolves go twelve deep. Like, yeah, they yeah. they are really really deep from a regular season point of view. Like they have, sorry, eleven eleven. I'd say eleven. Like the last fifteen games, they have eleven guys playing at least fifteen minutes. And of, on my list of six foot five to six foot nine guys that I have the Celtics targeting in the offseason. The, the the Wolves have like four of them. Yeah. Malik Beasley and Torian Prince. Guys that can shoot, play defense. Like Beasley's just a low key sniper. Like he, he can just pop off for seven threes in a game. Um, Prince has bounced around a bit, but he's he's solid, gives you twenty minutes a game. All the way down to Jalen Noel, who's kind of been a an, I mean, Minnesota guys, people know who he is, but he's really come on strong this year. And they're just solid across the board. And and D'Lo, I've been so out on him past few years. But he's found, found, his, uh, found his role. They have a lot of firepower when, when you get all three of those guys going. I still hate, like, half of the shots that he takes. He makes a lot of them, but the, a lot of ISO pull-ups, people standing in the corner kind of stuff. Um, but their defense is good too, and so then he's part of that. So, I mean, I'm really impressed. Could we see him making an upset? That's the thing. No, like definitely not. Basically, but uh, <laughs> no, I appreciate the honesty. Yeah. Well, who are they going to beat? Golden State, Memphis, or Phoenix? Like, no. 
Lakers. Well, not gonna play the Lakers. Well, assuming that they get through, assuming they they qualify for the playoffs, right? Oh, true, yeah. right. So I guess in the play-in, they would play the Clippers in round in the play-in thing, and if they lose, they play the the winner of Lakers Pelicans. So, yeah, I guess they could just Possibly. not make the playoffs. I think I think a Memphis series would be really fun. I I, I think that would because obviously Memphis have been one of the stories mm. of the season and. I don't think I think Minnesota is a little bit more unheralded, but at the same time, we've just gone on for the last five minutes. There's a lot of talent on this team, and mm. it would like if they stole a couple of games, all of a sudden, like you know, we're testing yeah, the chops right. a little bit here for Memphis. Like I, you know, obviously Jar's had a tremendous season, right? But hey, like Edwards is capable of, of going nuclear. Cat just had a sixty point game the other the other day. Yeah, like holy shit! Like. So is Minnesota. So a couple of their guys. So yeah, it's, it's that that one point. one would probably be that would probably be the most interesting one for me rather than Phoenix. I take it back. If they get Memphis, I think that's who they would want. You don't want to obviously play the, the battle tested Suns and Warriors. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I, I do think in that set, like obviously Memphis got beaten the first round last year. They 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 had a little taste of it last year. Yeah. But in in relative terms, they're both kind of inexperienced playoff teams, right? Oh, so totally. it's yeah. In that sense, like hopefully it's a little bit more of a level playing field, I suppose. Yeah. Just just quickly on Memphis, I don't think I appreciated quite the, the leap that Jar Morant made this year. Yeah. Oh, I'm the same. Yeah. Did like I just kind of accepted that he was a superstar now. Yeah. Yeah. And but then I was like having a look at just like the leading scorers and stuff, and he's ninth, I think, on the year. Do you want to guess where he ranked in overall scorers last season? Last year. Like points uh, per game? Uh, how many? Yeah, so like points per game, what, 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 what was he, 20th, 30th, 50th? Oh, 100th. Oh, I, don't, I don't know about that low, but like I, I'd say he'd be... He's maybe, ninth this year. I'd say he'd be in the 40s. Yeah, he was 51st last year. I thought he right. would have been like in the 30s or something like that. Yeah, I didn't, yep. But now he's top 10. He's, your top ten scorer yeah. this year—it's that's a tremendous leap, absurd. Because mm. I was looking at like the last fifteen games, and he's at thirty plus, and I'm like, this guy just has not stopped all year. And then even like, I guess him and and he's standing within the the fan base of the NBA. Yeah. Like this dude was a starter in the All Star game, right? Over mm. over Luca, over mm. uh, over the two dudes out in Phoenix who are obviously really good backcourt players. So, like, he's he's well and truly arrived, right? Yeah, and this and this is on a team that you know this is a smaller market team, so it's 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 super impressive. It's fucking nuts. Ten free throws a game the last fifteen games. Like he just he's coming at you, man. It, it, it really belies like the conventional sort of, thing. and that's I think that's why you know so many people gravitate towards guys like this, guys like you know Russ back in the day, yeah, Devo's yeah. back in the day, like they just belie the sort of conventional sort of thought of like it's a smaller sort of guard, undersized, like, but you know physically, like he's just so athletic, like he lives above the rim, and and doesn't matter how big the center is in there, like he's he's gonna go in there and, and put the ball, stuff the ball on his on his head, right? Like it's crazy. <sighs> it's, well, fellas, awesome. I think that's kind of all I had to talk about this week. Yeah. Any, any closing thoughts? No, nah, man. We just gotta we gotta start thinking about our awards show. We gotta do our. Yeah, it's fast approaching. Yeah, next week we're doing most valuable players that score ten or less points. <laughs> um, very excited for that. I think Draymond. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the guy. When I was thinking about him, like, he's <laughs> yeah. definitely Draymond. 
I don't know um, how that would work if Pat and Draymond get along. I'm sure they probably oof. would if they're on the same team, right? Oh, they'd they do. would love each other if oh, they're yeah. on the same team. Big time. Uh, anyway. Yeah, man. We're getting close to it, guys. I think like a lot of teams have 10 games left. We're, we're here. So we're maybe a month out. If I that. less than that. A couple of weeks. Beautiful. Well, you've been ginted into Backdoor Cut. My name is Justin Mateo. Here, as always, with Jake Eisenberg and Matt Beatty. We will see you again next week. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, peace.